Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the pod. Um, if you're a new listener, welcome for the first time and we hope you enjoy yourself. Today, we wanted to bring up this topic of... Uh, how important is ending the conversation? Um, I think it's going to be a good one, so I hope you uh, stay tuned. Also, if you want to join the conversation at any point, hit us up on our socials. Uh, just searching Marriage is Tougher. Um, you can also hit our website, marriageistougher.com, if you're interested in being a guest. If you have any feedback for us or anything of that nature, we'd love to um, just continue to grow this community. So... Stay tuned for the full conversation. I don't know if I, if I have a specific story behind this topic, um, but it's been on my mind as I'm trying to be a better husband and a, and I guess just have better conversations with my wife, right? Um, in, in your mind, how important is ending the conversation? I, I think this conversation is going to go in a couple different areas, like ending an argument you know, ending a, let's say like a budget session, right? If, if we're planning anything, right? If we're planning a vacation and we just like bring up the idea, but don't finalize anything, right? How, how right. important is it being in the practice of ending a conversation well? So, you know, you know, Hey, this is, these are next steps, I guess is what I'm thinking about. Uh, yeah, when you brought up the conversation, I would, it got me thinking. Like, it's almost intuitive most of the time, right? Like, just the conversation flows, there's an ending, you know, both parties know, you know, this is it. But on some of the higher intensity or higher important conversations, like a trip, budgeting, um, having a disagreement, or just coming together to talk about a specific topic, not even something that's kind of organic in the moment, but like, we're going to get together and talk about this. Um, I think it's important to end um, because sometimes, A, they can be prolonged for no reason. <laughs> um, right. And two, there can be a point where someone is... Um, maybe kind of avoiding the root of whatever the conversation is. And if you have proper end steps, then you can get to that more quickly, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it's important to, it's all about expectations, right? If you kind of know how to end conversations and end them well, especially on the argument and even the budget stage or any topic that's kind of gives you a little bit more stress that can help um, you even engage in those conversations uh, because you're more prepared, at least for me. Um, yeah. The more prepared I am, the better I, the more confident I am in doing whatever it is. Yeah. Um, um, it As you were talking, it reminded me of uh like ending a conversation in a sales scenario right you can 
talk to your blue in the face to a customer, but if you don't have a decision by the end of your conversation or don't at least have next steps to follow up by the end of the conversation, then you're not making that sale, right? So right. like if you bring it back to marriage, then, you know, if we talk about something and, you know, we, we again, don't make next steps, don't uh, finalize what our next action is going to be, then I think that we're not going to move as smoothly through uh, our goals as we could, right? Um, and I think originally what had brought this to my mind was, you know, maybe having a disagreement with your wife and not apologizing, you know, near or at the end of uh, that type of conversation. Um, asking for forgiveness like we've talked about on the podcast before. Um, and I guess like kind of just putting myself in those shoes, right? If I expected a convers- or uh, an apology and didn't get one, I would feel like, yeah, I, I understand that we talked about it, but you still owe me a, <laughs> an apology, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm, I feel like I've, I've probably put her in that position more times than not. Yeah, I am. Um, Oops, that, that is definitely a thing <laughs> that happens. Um, yeah, I mean it. It actually can end if you think a conversation is going very long, and when you you're in the place of the one that needs to apologize, and you want to get the conversation over. Um, <laughs> not saying trying to speed it up, but just saying like, instead of going round and round about what happened and what was done, um, if you can find your space where you understand and empathize and are ready to apologize, I think that's when you just need to do it and maybe not wait for all the rehashing of whatever it is, but just once you've realized, oh, like I messed up, I should I don't want to do this again. I'm going to now apologize or I should now apologize. I think for me, sometimes I'm just like, it's almost like part of the consequence for my action is just like (laughs) sitting there and letting um, my wife or whoever, you know, I offended kind of get it all out. Um, But a lot of times they're just waiting. They want me to understand what I did um, yeah, and usually in the in the apology, it comes out that I understand what I did, so then they don't have to, you know, continue to um, describe what I did or how it made them feel or whatever. So that can be very helpful um, because I get caught in the just letting her talk phase, um, and that doesn't really do well for her because she thinks I'm just not getting it or not caring. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I got on that one. Okay. So I'm, what I guess stood out most to me in that rant you just had was don't jump the gun, right? Like if you know you've done something wrong, you don't necessarily need to just apologize because <laughs> you want to get the conversation over with. Um, but I, I don't know. It sound it sounds strange to say like strategic, 
but you know it needs to occur in the right place you're saying you know sometimes or most times your wife may need to like talk through what uh what happened to make sure that you understood and you know let her say her piece and then give her the heartfelt apology is that what i'm yeah because it's it's not a oh i need to apologize let me say it it's more like be able to it's more like the what i hear you saying is exercise that we do like but you have to actually hear what she's saying first (laughs) before you just (laughs) be like oh yeah i'm sorry or i apologize for this or whatever no it's okay i understand that you feel this way why when i did this thing it made you feel this way and i apologize Mm. it's not just oh man i shouldn't have did it type of thing yeah so yeah yeah. but i like that man so let me ask you this in your practice when you've done that does that actually help it sink in better for you as well and not just like for her benefit that like to convey to her that you understood yes like does that that's what i'm at very helpful and that's kind of what i was trying to say in my i guess long rant is you have to be you have to be able to it helps me process what i did so Mm. that i can let her know that i understood what i did but also it is now help heartfelt because I'm empath empathize and I can't talk today. <laughs> I'm <laughs> empathizing with her and kind of lamenting that I caused this um, hurt or harm or whatever it was. Um, so it, it authenticates the apology while changing my heart toward that situation. Okay. I like that. Um, I want to say if there are any ladies listening to the podcast right now and you just heard us go off about this, drop over on Instagram, searching marriage is tougher and let us know what other things do you think are needed to end a conversation well, uh, especially in the argumentative space, because I'm curious, like, is there anything that we're missing? So if, like I said, if you're listening, hop over there, you can find the link in, uh, you know, in the description and just let us know. We're going to continue this conversation, though. Um, so, specific to making plans, um, have you ever been in a place where you haven't ended the conversation well, and like plans have just been left up in the air? I feel like I've done that before, um, but I'll let, I'll let you go first, and then I'm going to go short because I went long on the other one. Uh, but yes, yeah. it's happened, and I actually, it's coming to my attention that I have done it more than I thought I have, and it ends up that my wife, because she's amazing, picks up the ball and runs with it, and then yeah. the plans are made, but it's kind of like I wasn't either supportive or a part of that journey, which I should have been as a life partner. Right, like we can't just make plans and be like, okay, you got it, you know. Right. Um, but I mean, she did show. Uh, she actually showed that to me earlier, and this is how she how she did it. Um, we were going on a trip somewhere, and um, actually, I think it was just my wife. My daughter was overnighting at my parents because we we're going to go out, 
and it happened okay. a couple times that like like we we actually made the plans but the part of packing my daughter's bag and like getting her stuff together like i just assumed she would do it right um <laughs> but then she was like you know we're we're married like this is both of us are going on this you know we're going on this date so like why am I the only one packing? She's like, I just realized, like, I was just jumping in and do it because that's my nature. But then I was like, why is he not helping? Um, so then we we talked about that, and she made a list of everything that Bell needs to go. And you know, now we either kind of alternate, or whoever has you know the downtime to do it, or the night before, like we just you know whoever has to do it. But I never thought about it. I was like, oh, like, yeah, I just figured it would get done and you know in my mind it's <laughs> the like the bag magically appears yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know i'm like you know she usually has an opinion about the outfit that she wears sometimes she does sometimes she doesn't so it's like all right well you pick the outfit up and you know whatever and then once you start doing whatever then it's like oh yeah i gotta pack this bag so then it's just kind of snowball she needs this she needs that um but once i knew what was needed for the bag like because i didn't even you know you think about it like yeah toothbrush toothpaste hair stuff hair tie outfits night clothes you know mm -hmm. like you need it but then when i had the specific list i was like oh i can check it off and again when i talked about just being more confident in that i was like okay yeah i can do this you know so when she says <laughs> is the bag packed i can say yeah and not like not needing did you forget anything? Did you not forget anything? You know, feeling dumb when you forget something, like all those yeah, things. So, yeah. but yeah, she brought it up, and we had a, we had a specific conversation about it. But sorry, I took longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna call you out, but I'm glad you said it. Um, <laughs> now that's funny because um, our kids sleep over at grandma's every Saturday, just about every Saturday, right? And so it's a similar thing. My wife typically is the one who packs the bag, gets everything ready. Um, and you've got me thinking now, like there's been certain times where she has forgotten pieces to it, right? Like underwear for them or socks or whatever, which is easy to do. Um, and then like if it's something necessary, then I'll have to, um, you know, run home, grab the stuff, take it to grandma's, you know, to, to make the, the, the bag whole. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if that's been her way of telling me, like, hey, you need to pitch in. <laughs> and there have been times that I've packed the bag. Um, and what I've learned to do is if she's packed the bag, I'll double check it because more times than not, I think, well, recently anyway, more times than not, I'll be the one who brings it downstairs. So I'll just double check it quick, you know, make sure everything's in there to the best of my knowledge. And then we go about our day. But um, so different example for us, when we travel, we often talk about, hey, we're going to go out to eat. We love to eat food, mm -hmm. right? We love to experience different places. Um, if we travel to a place we've been before, right, we want to try different restaurants, Sometimes go back to the old ones because right. like, they have that one dish that we really just have to have. Okay, cool. But 
we often don't make that decision until the moment arrives, right? <laughs> we'll talk about like, hey, we're going to go to eat at this time or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then we don't finish the conversation and say, hey, let's go here, <laughs> right? Do we need to make reservations, mm. right? And then like I, I feel like this has caused uh, tension within <laughs> our marriage in that moment, not like right. overall, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, hey, all right, you know, classic thing. Where do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Like, bro, we're supposed to be eating right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. We should be right. actively eating, not talking about eating. Yeah. You know, and then we get frustrated with each other, but we've both had a role in this or could have taken an extra step to, to right. mitigate this pain. Um <laughs> You know, so I, I'm just thinking about how I could be better more often in this area because I think she leans to me to make those types of decisions more often than not, right? Like our anniversary is coming up, and uh, I, don't, I was gonna go into this whole backstory, but it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just suffice it to say we have a gift card for a specific place. You don't need to know how we acquired it. Um, but I took it upon myself to go ahead and make the reservation. Um, oh, we you'll like this. We did execute on the digital shared calendar now, so we're not fridge only. Nice. Um, so I put <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna give you a little bit of backstory. So there's this just just happened yesterday. Um I added something to the calendar. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Uh, and it was the reservation for our uh, anniversary dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And I get home and she's like, or I was asking her, hey, did you get the notification that I added it? Just making sure it was working for her. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And in my mind, I was actually thinking about my surgery coming up, not the anniversary dinner. So she's like, yeah, are you excited? And I was like, no, <laughs> it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, why would I be <laughs> excited to get cut open? Right. She had this look on her face. <laughs> and she's like, I was talking about dinner. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> Follow your own conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. But uh, yeah, man, you gotta finish conversations because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're lost. Yeah, and you don't want to end up with your wife thinking that uh, you don't care about your anniversary dinner that you planned. <laughs> and put on the calendar. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I've, you know, kind of just going back, it has left us in some painful conversations, you know, and left us hangry more times than we've needed to be. Yeah, that's important. Because <laughs> yeah. some things can... Bubble above the surface and snowball, <laughs> snowball. If you don't get some food in, and there may be an yeah. argument after that. So yeah, you know, and then like don't have alternate plans afterwards either. That now that your late dinner is running into and you know making you late for like, that can definitely be frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about how. Um, how to make those next steps like 
what what does it look like to end a conversation well? Are there steps to that, or um, do you just wing it with like the end in mind, or what do you think? <laughs> um, I think a good practice is kind of utilizing how we end the podcast often is just asking the other person, hey, is there anything else you want to discuss on this topic, right? Um, that could be a good tactic. I think um, making sure you've said everything you need to say in any discussion, in any argument, in you know any plans that you want to make. Um, I think too often we might assume the other person understands everything that we want to say. Um, and especially for me, like we, we talk about this often in my marriage actually, where my mind kind of operates in like 10th grade uh, geometry, I'll equate it to, right? Like I'll go 10 steps ahead, but not write down the proof of how I got mm. there. Mm -hmm. So I'll process everything, just spit out the result, and she's like, how'd you get there? I, I don't, what, like, what are we supposed to do in between that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, keep up. Let's go. <laughs> no, that makes right? perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I do the same. She'll be like, you didn't say that out loud. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, of course, I actually just said. And she's like, nope, didn't say it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, in that case, how do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Assumptions are, um, can be pretty uh, monumental in a, you know, an ending. You got to make sure everything is out there. Um, yeah, I like what you said, that anything else question is good. Um, and also acknowledging that you, what you think you heard the person saying so that mm. they can feel that they're heard as well. Um, yeah. And just, the, you know, you can ask like, do we need to come back to this? Especially if you feel it's running long or if you have something else to do, you can also, um, you know, it's a good practice. It's just to schedule a time that you're going to come back. If you're going to circle back. Um, yeah. And if you, th you know, if you think you're done and something comes back up, you know, a couple of days or a few hours later, um, and you don't, you're not ready for that, it's okay to say, can we schedule a different time or can we talk about it later, but actually put a tangible later time, not just a, a random in the cloud <laughs> comeback time. Because <laughs> um, that... You know, still makes the conversation final, but not final, but it's ended for the moment and you can transition well to the next time. Yeah, you don't want it open ended because then there's no commitment to continue. And you're hitting all the sales tactics like real clean right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say about this topic? <laughs> My guy. Um, I don't think so. I think we got a, a good conversation about it. Um, what I will do, though, is invite everybody over to the socials, right? Um, searching Marriage is Tougher, Instagram, Facebook, 
Uh, also, our website, marriageistougher.com. We always want to continue the conversation over there. If there's anything specific to this episode, please ask us. Um, if there are any topics that you'd like us to bring up in the future, you can uh, let us know there. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, let us know there. There's a short form for you to fill out on the website. Um, it costs you nothing to be a guest on the show. We just want to hear from you. Um, have a little pre-conversation. And uh, if we qualify you for the show, then you can hop on. We'll schedule that up and uh, go forward from there. Yeah, so again, we thank you and we appreciate you listening. And we hope you got something valuable out of this conversation. 